Hi, and welcome to the Frank and Fearless Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Harris. Today, I'm joined by me. As the regular listeners will know, uh, every now and again, I just do a podcast where it's me just kind of rambling and talking about the things in my head. So yeah, so there's a few things I want to kind of touch base on today. And I suppose the title is uh, Uncertainty is the Opportunity for Creation. So what do I mean by that? Well, personally for me, there's a lot of things that are uncertain at the moment. So um, I am in New Zealand. I am on a particular visa. I have applied for another visa and I'm waiting. Uh, and the, the length of time I've been waiting has been a long time. And it seems to have been dragging and dragging and dragging. Um, maybe I will get a decision this side of Christmas. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But what it has meant for me is that there's been a huge amount of uncertainty. Uh, not knowing uh, the future. One of my phrases, those of you that know me well will have heard me say this many times before. Clarity creates confidence. And when there's a level of not having clarity, personally for me, that creates uncertainty. And it's been it's been quite interesting uh, kind of observing myself, uh, my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions around this aspect of the lack of clarity, which has created this level of uncertainty around. I know there's kind of uh, I have this level of fluctuation when I'm kind of feeling uh, good, I suppose, um, the thoughts that go through my head are trust and let go, uh, good thing, bad thing, who knows, trust in the universe, uh, what will be, will be, you know, so those kind of, uh, I suppose, mental model stories that I tell myself around the aspect of just knowing that things will be okay. And then on the other side, I suppose, when I'm feeling low and a little bit darker and I'm kind of caught within my own mind, it's kind of like, you know, what's the sign that this is showing me? I can't cope. I can't deal with it. Uh, what's going on? And kind of, you know, fluctuating between the two has been, it's been really different for me. Normally, when I'm faced with um, barriers, issues, problems or opportunities, I kind of, I suppose my resilience and my fuck it mentality is I'm going to I'm going to fight against the system. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to I'm going to do what I need to do. So I've always kind of seen the obstacle in front of me and found a way to kind of get through it, over it, smash through it, etc. This has been really different for me because I can't do anything. I can't do anything about it. So I've just been having to sit and allow the fluctuation of emotions to kind of come through and there's been <laughs> multiples and varying all the way through from anger frustration inner turmoil uh, resistance acceptance there's definitely been some level of kind of grief involved in that so yeah so it's been really really quite different for me to kind of just navigate through this transition Actually, transition is a really good word. Um, I was coaching somebody uh, yesterday and uh, the word transition came up. And I suppose it's there's an aspect of letting go, shedding skin, rebirth, um, you know, birthing through the channel, etc. Um, and it, I, I thought that I'd kind of gone through that nearly two years ago when we kind of left the UK and moved over here. But actually... Uh, it feels this feels really different maybe two years ago there was the excitement and anticipation 
Um, this is this definitely feels uh, feels different. Um, and I probably hit a point about three weeks ago, which was, do you know what? If the decision and the result comes back and it's not the one that I want, I've just got to deal with it. Um, and it took me quite a while. And I, I, if I'm honest with myself, I'm probably not fully there, um, but I'm very, very close. And maybe that's why uh, this time um, to kind of go through this transition inverted commas has taken uh, taken the way it has um but this aspect you know this phrase that i often use clarity creates confidence um you know i, I say it for self for relationships whether that be working at home the unclarity um does it cause unconfidence or can you have clarity uh, unclarity and still be confident and I suppose that's the piece that I'm kind of working through at the moment I wonder as you're listening to this what's the things that are going on for you within your life where you've not necessarily got the certainty uh, that you're hoping praying um, if that's the way you're inclined in uh, in getting getting that piece um, and I suppose the uncertainty around the globe at the moment with uh, uh, with uh, COVID and the new variant, which is uh, is released out, um, there's definitely uncertainty for a lot of people. In fact, most people. Um, you know, the the aspect that what we knew and what has been is not what's going to be and I think that's that's for from a work perspective for relationships um you know this I I personally have kind of looked at it over the last I suppose 18 months now and you know nothing is off the table um you know being here in New Zealand the the narrative has been you know and I don't necessarily want to go into a political rant uh, or stance against whether you are for or against vaccine, um, you know, maybe we can have that conversation online or uh, on a verbal call if that's what you are so inclined. But I think for me, what I've noticed is I've noticed that the the narrative that has come from differing sources, the um, perspective that people have got, the influence that they have from other people, and I suppose generally... Um, a real lack of empathy at times, um, you know, both, uh, and I've seen it in conversations, I've seen it in um, the media, I've seen it in social media, just this aspect of I'm right, you're wrong, there's kind of no blurred lines. Um, you know, I, I heard a phrase many years ago, uh, again, which is within my arsenal, which is there's a, there's three sides to every story, there's your side, my side, and the, and the truth. Um I suppose the the thing for me with my inquisitive nature um, is I don't always uh, take the first thing that somebody says to me as read. I suppose that's one of the... Re well, I don't suppose. I know that's one of the reasons why I've ended up moving into kind of the coaching and advisory challenge questioning perspective because um, for me, 
the aspect of kind of peeling away the onion skin and kind of getting deeper and deeper and deeper and really beginning to kind of understand, okay, right, so you're saying that that's what's going on? Okay, let's just dig, dig a little bit deeper. Um, and I wonder, um, as individuals, as groups, as, as, as humans, have we, or as society, have we forgot or do we not have the skills to be able to dig a little bit deeper. Uh, those of you that um, have been with me or have heard me, you know, processing issues um, using the how do I format is whatever the issue, problem or opportunity is that we believe, 99 times out of 100, actually the thing that sits beneath is something else. And more often than not, there's, a, there's an emotion um, that is preventing us going towards or away from something. So, kind of let me give you an example. If I take the, you know, the current visa situation for me, I suppose the, the issue could be, how do I understand what I need to do to move forward uh, with the uncertainty of the, of the visa? If I kind of unpack that a little bit further, um, the emotions that kind of sit beneath that are definitely anxiety, um, fear, um, turmoil, stability, um, wanting to support the family. I suppose then moving further, there's then an aspect of uh, relationships. You know, I, I spoke on my last uh, individual podcast around this aspect of kind of loneliness. So there's definitely something for me around, you know, not wanting to commit because of the uncertainty of not necessarily knowing. So it's really interesting is that when you when you actually get the chance to kind of unpack and unpick things a little bit further and either A, give yourself permission or B, uh, challenge the words that you're hearing from somebody else is that we begin to realise that there's actually other things at play. Um, you know, the, the, the media... If we, if we stop and take a real step back and have a real objective viewpoint is that we know uh, that, you know, the media is there to coerce, to manipulate, to inform. Um, but there's actually differing views, different, uh, different opinions uh, wider. Um, and I, I, again, I wonder, you know, if you think about it from a propaganda perspective, Again, and I'm not I'm not saying which side of the fence, uh, because actually it's either, it's either you know the aspect of confirmation bias and the fact that you know if we if we keep hearing the same messages from the same groups of people or the same outlets, is that we will naturally become adhering, conforming, um, adjourning to those views, those opinions, that 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 mindset. So. Do we create the story that we want based on the information that we are receiving, wherever the channel is that, that that comes from? And you know, speaking with somebody this week, they say I purposely go to look at other forms of information that do not uh, confirm where my view and opinion is coming from. So that's taking a more of a, a holistic approach, and I appreciate that that's uh, that's challenging. Um, there's a certain amount of effort and energy that's kind of needed into that. But I suppose, um, you know, as a, as a coach, first and foremost, my role is to challenge the assumptions that people have 
within their you know within their mind their body and their i suppose their spirit so to take that uh, that step back and be open to change to challenge to growth actually really has become becomes really quite important i think also that then allows you to build a level of empathy um you know i i really do pride myself on this aspect of uh, trying to be as non-judgmental as possible um so to listen to learn to be open for for love and compassion um maybe you want to reflect for yourself as you again as you're listening um is there a point in a time today or over the last few days where maybe you've jumped to a judgment and here's the thing look you know uh we're hardwired it's human nature to kind of do so but um, I think the interesting thing for me is is that when you when you do that judgment, how quickly have you got a sense of and almost asking yourself that question internally, have I just judged? What am I judging? Am I judging against um, my perception of what is right and wrong for me or potentially for the other person? Again, this aspect of empathy and putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and just, you know... <laughs> The, and the aspect of being frank and fearless often is the case that you don't necessarily have to agree, but you can at least respect that somebody else has that different view and a view and opinion. Um, you know, in order to move things forward, we have to have a level of understanding. And the thing that I've observed in the last uh, number of, I suppose, last couple of months here in New Zealand, but from a wider global perspective, is is that. We're very, very quick to jump to conclusions. You know, we want to kind of be judge and jury very fast, very quick. And and sometimes, in fact, more often than not, this aspect of kind of just, you know, pausing and just taking a breath and just having some time to kind of be, to reflect, to be present, to almost look at your fellow human in the eyes and just say, you know what? We don't have to agree. We can feel things differently because at the end of the day, we're all different. If we were all the same, then we'd all be, a, you know, we'd all be robotic in our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions. the The beauty of humanity is this difference, you know, the difference of mindset, the difference of views, the diff, just difference. Um, and maybe we just need to be more open to that. Uh, in wanting to inquisitively know and learn from others to kind of go, oh, okay, I don't agree with you, but I'd really love to understand how you're getting to your thoughts. You know, what's the information that you're that you're reading, seeing, watching, um, etc. Um, so we're coming to the end of 2021. Um, it's been a very fascinating. Uh, year. Uh, I suspect that most of us, when we were getting to the end of 2020, uh, thought that this year was going to be a renaissance, a kind of moving out. Um, however, the world has uh, dictated that we're still in this uh, transition to the new normal, whatever the new normal is. Um, you know, the aspect of adapting um resilience um mental health and well-being physical mental physical well-being relationships 
you know, these are all subjects that I've covered in many of the coaching sessions or um, board sessions that I've been running with people. Um, and I think there's a couple of themes that, that, that have come out which have been very, very clear. Um, plan as much as you can for the unexpected. So one of the things that I've been doing with boards of directors for many years is an aspect called wargaming. Um, pick this up from uh, somebody in the military. Uh, somebody, actually, I co-authored a book with a guy called Chris Patton. Um, and this aspect of on a on a regular basis is just sitting down and just talking about okay, uh, let's just let's just work through different eventualities. Um, who would have predicted two years ago that we would have gone into a global pandemic and it would have meant that supply chain and you know the ability to be able to service customers etc would have been there. Um, however, those organisations and people that were having conversations around what if, what if, what if. Uh, were their their ability to be able to adapt um, fast and quick uh, in some cases allowed um, some organizations to survive um, but actually in um, in some cases allowed them to thrive because they were able to and I'll use the word pivot very fast very quick so for you within your organization but also for yourself just having this aspect of what if without necessarily going into full doomsday scenario, but it's definitely worthwhile um, kind of looking through. Um, we're in a situation here in New Zealand where we're going down the vaccine mandate uh, basis. So certain individuals are not allowed or will not be allowed um, to be able to go um, to restaurants, to theatres, etc. So my inquisitive brain goes down the route of thinking right okay so how and what do i need to do to prepare to give the family the best chance and the opportunity for potential survival um i wouldn't say i'm full conspiracy theorist but i just work through eventualities uh so you know bulk buying you know making sure that you've got um alternative energy wherever you're going to get your water source from etc that's just an example of kind of where my brain works and some people listen to this probably go, oh my God, Adam, you are a little bit mental and tapped. Well, you know, I think we all are. Um, one of the other things that I think I have noticed is uh, there's been a huge amount of empathy and compassion. So, you know, this m levels of, uh, of uncertainty. Uh, and I was saying this to somebody else the other day. We all go through uh, points in our life where... Uh, we're in a phase where things aren't quite right, um, whether that be death or grief or uh, loss or levels of uncertainty around physicality or, or, or emotionally. Um, so, you know, we all have those periods in our life. Um, I think the interesting observation I'd have over the last 18 months is that we're in a situation where everybody is um, suffering. That's one word, dealing with, coping with, uh, navigating, transitioning through a period. So the normal level of support or empathy that we may well have for, for others, we might, we're probably not in a position that we could give as much to others because actually we've got to look after ourselves. Um, however, I have noticed that there's a, because of that, the, the net result is that people's compassion and understanding towards others 
uh, at times has been great. So uh, again, maybe one of the things you want to ponder on is, you know, who do I need to reach out to? Who do I need to have a have a conversation with? Um, what are the things or the the people that I've not seen or heard from for a while? Uh, for me, a couple of weeks ago, we had International Men's Day. Um, this is uh, this was a chance for men to come together uh, to basically just uh, ha- hold a container and just allow people to just be open, honest, and vulnerable. I suppose um, in a similar way to kind of coaching or being within a mastermind peer group, but with the emphasis of, on it being um, men only. And the, it was a thing of beauty. Um, you know, it gave some men the permission to just talk about things that they hadn't shared with others, um, that they were still processing within their own mind, uh, without without a lack of, um, without a level of judgment. Uh, and actually, you know, often that's really, really, really key. Um, I suppose the other thing I'm noticing is, is that actually the future is um, different, but with that comes great opportunity, uh, creativity, innovation, um, allowing people to do and be different to what they are. You know, if we always do what we've always done, we'll always get what we've always got. So is this the catalyst that for individuals and organisations, this is going to be the reason why um, we need to innovate, um, be creative, do things differently that we've not done before? Um, again, you know, what what do you need to be doing uh, differently? Um so yeah, um, we're now we're, we're close to December, and interestingly, um, I'm getting to the stage where I'm taking uh, a little bit of a, um, a break. So when I was in the UK, um, it was interesting. I remember being challenged by uh, one of my members who said to me uh, in my mastermind groups, he said to me, "Adam, you're always." Um, Suggesting, recommending, and you know, talking to us about this aspect of kind of you know, um, taking rest, uh, recovering, and recuperating. Um, uh, and you, you know, you're a massive advocate, and you've challenged a number of us in the groups, and you know, and thus a number of people in coaching. So, when do you have your recuperation time? I was like, ah, that's a very good pushback. So, um, I think it's now four years ago, uh, I made the decision um, in combination with uh, uh, processing an issue and uh, with my good friend and former guest on this show, Chris Everard. Uh, so I got to the stage where I took the whole of uh, August off and did no work. Um, when I moved to New Zealand, um, I kind of forgot about that. And, you know, I am somebody that really loves and enjoys the work that I do. So, um, I again, I was challenged uh, last year. I was like, so, Adam, it's August. Why are you working? Oh, well, you know, it's winter here and, you know, I've not necessarily got anything else to do. I was like, oh. Uh, so I got to the stage last year of, um, because we're now into summer, or, you know, I think, yeah, actually the first day of summer, I think, is a couple of days away. Um, so last year I didn't work uh, December and it's my plan um, to do the same here. So I'm going into a period of rest and recuperation. I will be honest, I am recording um, some podcast interviews 
Um, I'm also uh, doing a few other bits and pieces, but not the same volume. So, yeah, and and actually it's really important. I kind of, I know that I'm getting myself, I'm getting tired. I need space to think. I need space to be. I've not had the chance to get away and just be in my own company for quite a while. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to kind of getting to, the, uh, to that stage as well. Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I, I, I love recording them. It's great for me to interview uh, people who have been friends, colleagues or associates or, or people that I've never met before and just do my normal prod, poke, pick up on the things that are, are thus important to me um, and that I hope you take value and enjoyment from. Uh, and these individual solo sessions just allow me to just, I suppose, um, do something that I'm a massive advocate in, which is our thoughts are our thoughts unless they're verbalised or written down. So um, this gift is as much to you as it is to me. I hope that you enjoy. Again, I, I say this at the end of each uh, podcast. If you do love uh, and enjoy these podcasts, Please just recommend it to through to just one person that you think would value it um, because that would uh, be really, really important as much for them as it would be for me. I'm Adam Harris. This is the Frank and Fearless Leadership Podcast. I look forward to you hearing me next time. Thank you.